right, good morning. Both are told to everyone. It's a great pleasure for me to welcome uh, Rav Yosef Carmel, who's a Shiva of uh, Eretz Chemda, the Institute for Advanced Jewish Studies in Yerushalayim. I had the pleasure to learn myself uh, three years ago, I think, six years ago, also for a shorter time. Welcome, Rabbi David Fine, as well, uh, recently of uh, Missouri, but now of Modi'in in the Holy Land. Uh, Eretz Chemda, if you don't know, it, it serves as a Dayan training institute, one of the foremost in Eretz Israel, and almost all the young men studying there come after the army and they engage in a very rigorous seven-year program of study and then they are sent across the Jewish world, not only as Dayanim, but as Rabbanim and Kehilot and uh, in, in, in Chutz Laaretz and in Eretz Yisrael as well. Rav Kamel visits every year. Uh, he always has a very uh, interesting and meaningful Torah to teach us. Today's topic with the candles of Zechariah Hanavi, really Hanukkah candles, of course, a reference to the Torah that we'll read next Shabbos, Shabbos Hanukkah. What, of course, is the significance? Zechariah came before the time of Hanukkah, so why is that then the Torah that we'll read on uh, Shabbat? So it's always a pleasure to see Rav Carmel, and it's a Chavagod I present Rav Yosef Carmel. It is uh, my great pleasure to be with here in Tinek and to be with you. I will try to explain with your kind permission the connection between the Aftara of this coming Shabbat and Hanukkah candles. <coughs> because at first, it seems that it's really the perfect aftara for Hanukkah. Why? Because we are reading regarding the Hanukkah. Let's take a look at source number one. Zechariah Novi is telling us that he saw a view, a vision, and Sefer Zechariah is full with visions, marot in Hebrew. And I'm reading from Pasuk Bet, Vayomer Elai Mata Oe, Vaomar Aiti, Veine Menorat Zahav Kula, Vegula Al Rosha, Veshiva Merotea Alea Shiva, Veshiva Mutakot La Merota Shera Rosha. This menorah is the menorah of Beit Amigdash, it's not a Hanukia. But we know that Hanukkah, we are celebrating Hanukkah because we are relighting the menorah of Bet HaMikdash. Anyway, pay attention the, to the next pasuk. Ushnayim zetim aleha echad min agula veechad asmola. Who took this pasuk and made it a symbol? This took to him, the state of Israel. What is the meaning of taking this to him as the symbol of the, the official symbol of the state of Israel? It's also sending a message, we got the privilege that the wealth of Zechariah became true in our generation. We will, we will speak about it. If the prophecies of Zechariah is really regarding to our generation. We will speak about it in, in the next few minutes. Okay. But I will show you later that the redemption which Zechariah is speaking about and the redemption of the Hashmonaim are two different redemptions. And I will give one example, and after that we will see many others. Zacharia is speaking a redemption which is including a king who is a descendant of David Melech. The Hashmonaim were the opposite. They were not descendants of David Melech, they were Kohanim, 
And according <coughs> to many sages, like Nachmanides, the Ramban, this was a big sin, and this was the reason that this family was destroyed. So let's see further and let's try to see the connection. Let's see a prophecy of a friend of Zechariah. We know that in the generation of Zechariah we have two or three prophets. Zechariah and Haggai and the third one is Malachi which we are not sure who he was. We are sure that he was, but who he was, we don't know. <coughs> there are many opinions. Okay. When all these people lived, the time was the time of the Persians. We know that we can take a look on the history of the world regarding the strongest kingdom in this generation. We know for sure that in some generations Egypt was the most strongest empire in the Middle East. In another time we know that the Assyrians were the ones who ruled and took over all the cities and all the states in the Middle East. After the Assyrians we have the Babylonians. After the Babylonians we have the Persians, and here the Bible ends. What happened in the time of the Greeks, not in the Bible, for sure. This is one of the big, big disputes, and we are right against our, uh, you know what, the one who also likes candles, but not, uh, not Hanukkah candles. So, Haria and Haggai lived for sure in the Persian era. And it's written, take a look, source number two. Bishnat Shtayim le-Daryavesh Amalech, and Daryavesh was the king of the Persians, Bachodesh Ashishi, how we call Chodesh Shishi? Chodesh Shishi is Elul. ביום אחד לחודש, א' אלול, זה יבלו דה שופר, and he got a prophecy. היה דבר השם ביד חגי הנביא אל זרובבל בן שאלתיאל פחת יהודה. הוא ווז זרובבל בן שאלתיאל. What we know about him? We know about him a little. We know for sure that he was a descendant of Yehoyachim, the son of Yoshiau. So he came directly from David Amelech and he is continuing the dynasty of David Amelech and it's very very close to the time when the first temple was destroyed because the first temple was destroyed unfortunately in the time of Tzidkiyahu Tzidkiyahu was the uncle of Yehoyachim and but Yehoyachim was the king after his father Yehoyachim and after Yehoiachin was captured by the Babylonians and he sit in the jail for 37 years, the Babylonians put on the chair his uncle Sidkiyahu. And it was a big dispute between the prophets who are the real king. I'm not going to speak now about this question. Yehoiachin in the jail in Babylon or Sidkiyahu on his chair in Yerushalayim. It's a, it's a big question, but we have no time today to speak about it. Anyway, in the jail, in a miracle way, because he was alone in a little room, Yehoiachim had a baby from a girl that 
the Jews rose to him and it's a, it's, a, it's a story we are not going to speak about it. His grandson, Yoachim's grandson, is Zrubavel. Maybe he's the son, not the grandson. It's also a machloket. Anyway, we are speaking about the 200 years before the Hashmonaim. At least 200 years before the Hashmonaim, maybe 300 years before the Hashmonaim, maybe 400 years. I'm not going now to solve this problem. But at least 200 years before the Hashmonaim. Who and he got a position, a royal position, for <coughs> the Persians here in the land of Israel. It's before, also before who? It's around the Chemiah. We have the time of the destruction. We have after that the time of Zerubbabel Ben Shaltiel. We have after that the time of Ezra and Nehemiah. And many, many years after that, we have the time of the Hashmonaim. Okay, now we know where, where we are, in which, about which time we are speaking. Who is this Shuta? Ve'el Yehoshua ben Yehoshadak ha-Kohen ha-Gadol Yehoshua ben Yehoshadak, Yehoshadak is also a remez, a hint to the name Tzadok. Bnei Tzadok were the Kohanim in the first temple from the time of Shlomo HaMelech till the end. So we can see that it's a continuation of the time of the first ta- period of the first temple period. It's very close, but it's after the destruction of the, of the first temple. And now Haggai is criticizing Am Israel. Why is criticizing Am Israel? Ko amar Hashem tzvaot lemor Ha'am azeh amru Lo bo et Lo et bo et Beit Hashem li'ibanot He's speaking in a very special language Lo et Ha'am azeh amru lo et Now it's not a good time Bo et The time of building The second temple they didn't want to rebuild the temple in Jerusalem. They could, not like today, we couldn't, unfortunately. Maybe we could, but the government is thinking that we could. And they could, and they didn't want to do it. So Haggai is criticizing them. Why you are not building again? Why you are not rebuilding? They can וידבר השם ביצגי הנביא לאמור העת לכם אתם לשבת בבתיכם הספונים והבית הזה חרב everyone is sitting quiet in his home in his mansion in his house and בית המידש חרב and no one care about it okay this was in the time of אלף אלול in the second year of Dariyavish. Let's go a little farther. What happened in the end of Sukkot of this year? Chagai Perek Bet. Bashvi, it's Tishrei. Be'esrim ve'echad lachodesh, it's almost the end of Chagas Sukkot. Ayad varashem beyad Chagai anavi lemor. אמור אל זרובבל בן שאלתיאל, פחת יהודה, ואל יהושע בן יוסדק הכהן הגדול, ואל שרית העם לאמור, מי בכם הנשאר, if somebody is still remembering the first temple, מי בכם הנשאר אשר ראה את הבית הזה בכבודו הראשון, ומה אתם רואים אותו עתה, לא חמור כעין בעיניכם, ועתה חזק זרובבל נאום השם, וחזק יהושע בן יוסדק הכהן הגדול, וחזק עולם הארץ נאום השם, ועשו כי אני אתכם נאום השם צבאות. Go and build up בית המקדש and I will be with you. 
did really this to rebuild Beit HaMikdash? Who started to build up the second temple? Ezra. Ezra was father in the history. But here we can see that the Navi, in the words of Hashem, is recommending them, go and build up, and I will be with you. Not only that. Take a look at Pasuk Tet. גדולי יהיה כבוד הבית הזה האחרון מן הראשון אמר השם צבאות ובמקום הזה אתן שלום נאום השם צבאות The second temple will be much more than the first temple It's happened? Who was much better? the first one but I didn't translate correct what I read in Hebrew what is written גדולי יהיה כבוד הבית הזה האחרון מן הראשון the second temple was the last one חס וחלילה so we can see that what the Navi is speaking about didn't happen yet but it was a chance that it will happen when? in the time of Zerubbabel and Yahshua ben Yosadak now let's go a little farther what is the time? what is the date? Almost Hanukkah, one day before Hanukkah, Kapdalet Kislev, Bishnat Stein Lebar Yavesh, Ayad Var Hashem El Chagai Lemov, Simuna Levavchem, Mina Yom Azem Vamala, Miyom Esrim Varbalachi, Kapdalet Kislev, Lemina Yom Asher Yustad Eichal Hashem Simu Levavchem, Aot Zera Bangura, ועד הגפן והתאנה והרימון ועץ הזית לא נשא מן היום הזה אברך. What happened in כ"ד כסלו of this year? They made a big celebration about what? Founding Beit המקדש, the second temple. And the Navi is blessing them and promising them that from this day and for the future, Earth Israel will, will give its fruit in a very nice way. Which, which other prophet said the same? Yechezkel. Ve'atem arei Israel antechen titu when Earth Israel is flourishing from agricultural aspects, this is a very good time for redemption. Okay, and then the Geula will, will come. Take a look on Pasuka. Vayidvar Hashem shenit el Chagai In the same day, he got two prophecies. What was the second one? אמור על זרובה בן פחד יהודה לאמור אני מריש את השמיים ואת הארץ הקדוש ברוך הוא מלפיר והפכתי כיסא ממלכות והשמדתי חוזק ממלכות הגויים והפכתי מרכבה ורוכביה וירדו סוסים ורוכביהם איש בחרב אחיו הוא מלפייט אגנס דה ג'נטיילס הקדוש ברוך הוא נוט וי נוט מתיתיהו נוט איז סאנס השם will do it. ביום ההוא נאום השם צבאות, אקחך זרובבל בן שלטיאל עבדי נאום השם, ושמתיך כך אותם כי בך בחרתי נאום השם. We will have the privilege to have again a king, a descendant of דוד המלך. What really happened in the field? 
What happened in Yerushalayim in this time? Really, it happened? Zubabel became a Melech HaMashiach? The Beit Amidash which he built up was much bigger and much nicer and much with more Shekhinah than the first temple? No. What was the end of the story of Zubabel? What we know about this giant? Somebody which Hashem is promising such promises? What, how he end his life? What happened after they found that and they make a big declaration we are going to build up here a wonderful Vesanidash? What happened? No one knows. It's a top secret in Jewish history. The Bible is not saying about it a word. Chazal is not saying about it a word. The general history is not speaking about it a word. And this era in the history of the world is like a black hole. Nothing is coming out. It's dark, no, no details. We don't know nothing about this era. Not in Jewish history and not in the history of the world. This is bringing the big dispute about the question how many years Baik Shani exists? Or how many years was in between the destruction of the first temple and the destruction of the second temple? It's a big, big question. According to some words of Chazal, it was only 480 years, 70 years of Galut and 420 years of Baichani, and according to what almost every university in the world is teaching, it was more than 600 years. Okay, but it's really a black time. Nothing. We don't know nothing. Now, let's go a little farther. Let's go to Sefer Zechariah, to the other side of the page. When Zechariah was speaking, on which date? Now we are going one month before. We arrived till Erev Hanukkah. This coming Friday. <coughs> now we are going one month ago. Source number three. Bachodesh Hashmini, Bishnat Shtayn Ledar Yavesh, Ayad Varashem El Shariya Ben Berchiyo Ben Berchiyah Ben Idoa Navi Lemo. So we are in the same year, the second year of Daryavesh, the Persian Empire. We are in Chodesh Cheshvan, Bachodesh Hashmini. And Hashem is giving a prophecy to, not to Chagai, but to Scharia. Scharia ben Berchia. Who was Scharia ben Berchia? You know what? Let's go to the grandfather. Who was Ido? In which era we can find Ido? Ido was a prophet in the time of Shlomo HaMelech. It's written not once and not twice in the Bible. So if the grandfather was in the time of Shlomo HaMelech, how it could be that the grandchild is in the time of Dariavesh? It's more than 400 years in between. And I, tell you, I will tell you another thing. In Sefer Yeshayahu, in the time of the prophet Yeshayahu, in the time of the king Ahaz, which means in the middle of the era of the first temple, in between Shlomo Amelech 
and Zubavel, we have Uziah and Ahaz and Hizkiyahu in the time of Ahaz. Hashem is telling Yeshayahu Anavi to ask Zacharia ben Berchia to sign a document. So these people really got Baruch Hashem Mechut Yamin. It could be. What about, uh, let's say, the daughter of Yaakov Avinu, Sterach Batasher? She also lived under the fields. Achia Shiloni lived under the fields. Okay, it could be if Hashem is blessing somebody, he's a lonely man, but he got long life. But maybe we have here another thing, I will explain it. When, <coughs> now let's go further on the prophecies of Zechariah. We, we read Pasuk Aleph, now we are jumping to Pasuk Zayn. In between was what? Erev Hanukkah. Yes? Because now we are beyom 24 l'ashtefre chodesh u'chodesh vat. Bishnat shtayn l'daryavesh ayad v'ashem l'shtayav ben daryav ben ido anavi l'mo. So now we are on the 11th month, which is Shuvat, and Chaya is getting a new prophecy. What's going on? Vayan Hashem, I am reading now Pasuk Yudimel. Vayan Hashem et HaMalach adover bi dvarim tovim, dvarim nichumim. Source prophecy. A comfortable one. A one who may condone themselves. I am going to take care about the problem in Yerushalayim. Obama, go aside, I am taking care about it. לכן כה אמר השם, שבתי לירושלים ברחמים. I will return to Yerushalayim with רחמים. ביתי בנבה, בית המקדש, will rebuild. נאום השם פלוט. וקו ינתה על ירושלים. עוד קרא לאמור כה אמר השם פלוט, עוד תפוצנה הרי מיתו וניחם השם את ציון ובחר עוד ירושלים. השם will give us a very, very quiet and days of Nechama in Yerushalayim. Okay. What will happen in Yerushalayim? Thought number four, we are going further to the second chapter of Zechariah. Zayomer elav, Rus, daber el anar azelemor, prazot teshev Yerushalayim, מרוב אדם ובהמה בתוכה. What is the meaning of פרסות תשב ירושלים? פרסות תשב ירושלים means no walls around ירושלים. Why? We don't need it. If you visited קבר רחל in the last few years, you could see the opposite. Not פרסות יושב קבר רחל, but walls Big walls, high walls, around Kever Rachel, to give us security, give us the opposite path. But here, the Prophet is promising us no need of walls around Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim will be with many, many people inside. Who will be the guard of Yerushalayim? Who will be the guard? Hashem. ואני, השם, גד, אהיה לנאום השם חומת אש סביב ולכבוד יהיה בתוכה. What is כבוד? כבוד is a term which represents שכינה. זה שכינה will be in ירושלים, הוא כן מתק לשכינה. 
We don't need Tzal, we don't need Mishmar Agvul, we don't need to make a wall again in the, in the middle of Yerushalayim, we don't need walls around. Peace, peaceful. Roni v'simchi ba'atiyom. Be happy. Ki ineni ba'avashachanti v'tochech. Hashem will re... bringing back his china to Yerushalayim. What will happen in the United Nations? Goldstone out, Chariyim. Venilvu goim rabim el Hashem. Every nation is saying, this land is your land. Who can dare to say something against it? ביומו והיו לי לעם ושכנתי בתוכך וידעתי השם צבאות שכני אלייך. What will be the atmosphere? Take a look on the next source, source number 5. ביומו, נאום השם צבאות. In this way it's very easy to go over this book of Zechariah. You know, we are on פרק ג' so far. ביומו נאום השם צבאות. תקראו איש לרעהו אל תחת גפן ואל תחת תאנה. What is the meaning of this פסוק? That it will be really one of the most quiet eras in Jewish history. Like the time of שלמה המלך. Like the time of שלמה המלך. אוקיי. Now let's go to source number 6. We are jumping to פרק ח'. כה אמר השם צבאות, עוד ישבו זקנים וזקנות ברחובות ירושלים, ואיש משנתו בידו מרוב ימים, ורחובות העיר ימלאו ילדים וילדות משחקים ברחובותיה. We are the only generation in Jewish history who have the privilege to see it in our eyes. And I will tell you something. <coughs> One of the most important Talmudei Chachamim of the last generation was Rabbi Gutesman, the head of Netzach Israel Yeshiva in the corner of Ramban and Ibn Ezra in Yerushalayim. A giant, the best student of Rabshim Eshkot. He was something very, very special. When he made Aliyah, the Haredi community asked him to be Yoshev Rosh Mo'etan Dolea Torah. Before Afshach, he refused. Why refused? You will understand from the next story. Rav Yeshayahu Adari, the head of Yeshivat HaKotel, told me personally this story. It was Yom Yerushalayim, Tafchet Be'iyam. On Yom Yerushalayim, it's a big march for seculars in Yerushalayim. One day, Rav Adari took his granddaughter to this march. And he is meeting there Rav Gustman. So he is telling Rav Gustman, please don't ask me what I am doing here. But I am asking you what you are doing here. <coughs> And Rav Gustman answered him, somebody who was unfortunately in Auschwitz. And he was a Rav Gustman. And his son was murdered in front of his eyes. And now we sing רחובות העיר מלאים זקנים וזקנות ילדים ולא זרקים ולוטריה He cannot stay at home So now we can understand why the state of Israel has a good reason to take the symbol of the state from the prophecies of Zechariah But it's not so simple If the redemption today looks like this redemption? For sure not. Prazot Hashem Yerushalayim? No. The Shechina is back? Not yet? Not in full meaning? Hashem is guarding Yerushalayim now, we have to fight. And it's painful. It's not a Geula which came in a very quiet way. Auschwitz is not a quiet way. It's a painful way. Painful is not enough for it. 
So now, let's go one source in the same source a little later. Let's read Sukim Yutet and Pasuk Yutet. Koma Hashem Tzvot. Tzoma Revi, Tzoma Hamishi, Tzoma Shri, Tzoma Asri, Iye Lebeit Yudal Esatom Olesimcha Olemide Omarim Tovim. Ve'aimet ve'ashalom e'avu. This is a promise and a condition. What is the promise? That if you want to make diet, don't depend on the tomot. Cancel Tisha B'Av, cancel Asara B'Tavet, cancel Shiva Asa B'Tamuz, cancel Tzom Yedalia. You can eat. What is the condition? Ha'emet ve'ashalom e'avu. This is not the situation today, unfortunately. This is not the public atmosphere in Jewish nation. You will forgive me. Okay, now let's go further. Now we are jumping to Perek Tet in Zechariah. One chapter later. Masad var Hashem be'eret chadrach ve'damesek menuchato כי להשם אין אדם ולכל שבטי ישראל. סתם קומנס. מסע. What is מסע? מסע is a new definition of prophecy. Till now, in the book of Zechariah, we had only visions, מראות, חזיונות. But now it's the first time that the prophet is giving us a new definition. מסע. It's another thing. Second, he's speaking about Eretz Chadrach and Damesek. Eretz Chadrach and Damesek are places where in Aram. We are speaking about the Aramaic period. The Aramaic period was when, before the Assyrian period, So we are jumping now hundreds of years to the past. We were in the Persian era and now we are 250, maybe 300 years ago in the time of Damesek and Chadrach. On which year of Dariyavet it happened? Listen. It's written? No. It's not even Mishnah 2 and Dariyavish, Mishnah 3 and Dariyavish. Nothing. It's a new way of saying the prophecies. And in the time of Zechariah, in the time of Dariyavish, about which tribe we are speaking? Yehuda and Binyamin. But this prophecy is speaking about was all the twelve tribes, the whole Shifrei tribes. It's a big change of the atmosphere. Let's go further. About who we are speaking in Pasuk A and Pasuk Vav. Which nation? The Plishtim, not the Palestinians, they are not the nation. The Plishtim. When Am Israel dealed with the Plishtim? On which time? In Bait Cheney? No. It was only on Bait Rishon. And Zcharia and Dariyavesh is Bait Cheney. Why to speak about the Plishtim? Nebuchadnezzar and Pharaoh, they destroyed the Plishtim till the ground. No Plishtim more after the time of Irmiyahu. So how it can be that now Saya is speaking regarding the Plishti? Let's go farther. Pasuk Tet. Pasuk Tet is speaking about redemption. Who is coming? Who is coming? Mashiach, our king. On what? On a Cadillac or on a donkey? 
Und er danke ich. Wo ist Reiving gedanke ich? Der pure Mann. So, if somebody is strong, if somebody is a winner, is riding what? A very, very good horse. Not a donkey. You know, it's a big dispute between our stages. One is saying, Yehei veloch minei. I want Mashiach to come. But, I don't want to be there. Rav Yosef is saying, Yehei veeitiv betula dekuftei dechamrei. Even if Mashiach will come on a donkey, I want to be there and to sit where? In the shadow of a very uncomfortable place. In the shadow of the, I don't know exactly the term in English. Kufta Zetula Zechamri means what the, you know, when a dog is doing something on the street, you have to take it to Harvest. Excellent. He wants to sit on what the donkey is doing, it's not very good, it's not comfortable, it's the worst place to be there. But he said, yes, I want Mashiach to come even if this is the condition. Can somebody say, Yetei Veloch Minei, regarding a redemption, as we saw it in the first eight Prakim of Zechariah? No, why to say I want to be there, why not? To see the Shina coming back, to see Hashem guarding Yerushalayim, to be under the Geffen and the Tehna, why not? So if somebody is saying he means what? I don't want to be in Auschwitz. I cannot be there. I cannot stop. I cannot, I cannot suffer so much. This is the reason that he is saying, Yeitei veloch minei, I cannot. Who can say that he can? And Rav Yosef is saying, Yes, even if he will come on a donkey, it will be a miserable time, a horrible time. I want to be there. And this parak is speaking about a redemption when the Mashiach is coming on a donkey. Not like when Mashiach is bringing a wall of fire, spiritual fire, to protect Yerushalayim. Let's go a little farther. What is the atmosphere in this chapter? Take a look on source number 9. The Ayuk Gibor Ephraim. We're speaking about Ephraim. Ephraim went to exile when? In the Assyrian period. So how you can speak in the time of Dariyavesh about Ephraim? It's not going together. והשיבותים מארץ מצרים ומאשור הקבצם. והורד גאון אשור בשבט מצרים יסור. זה time when the Egyptians and the Assyrians were the big two strongest states in this and the era was under years ago. Let's go to source number 10. Is source number 10 is speaking about people who are sitting under the Geffen or the Tena. Take a look, source number 10. What is the music around? What is the nickname of Am Israel? A very, very tough term. Source number 10, the end of Pasu Gimel. Sona Arega. In 48, 1% of the population were killed in the war. 
600,000 were killed. So Nariga. Somebody slaughtered the stone. Pay attention to Pasuk Tet. Vaomar lo ereschem, ameta meta vanikhedet ikached vanisharot tochal naisha et tsareuta. This is ish tachat gafno vish tachat enato. The opposite. Take a look at source 11. Cherev, Uri al Roi al Gever Amitinu, Mashem Svot, Achet al Roi, Vetefutena al Tron, Vashivoti Adi al Tuarim. Hashem will kill Chas Vechalila Pishnaim. What is Pishnaim? Pishnaim in Hebrew means two of three thirds. We, we can understand what is one third. We cannot understand what is two thirds. What will happen in Yerushalayim and read carefully source number 12 and if somebody wants to be in Yerushalayim on this time please raise your hand. In the end redemption will come but what will be the price in the beginning? A terrible price. On such a redemption like this, our sages is saying, Yete the Loch So what is going on? Such a big difference between the two parts of the same book. Now I want to give you, in five minutes, the explanation to all these questions. It was a process. The process started in the time of Uzziah. In the time of Uzziah, Am Israel could get a very nice, comfortable, pleasant redemption. It was a wonderful time. But unfortunately, the proud of Uzziah destroyed this opportunity. So Hashem sent Yeshayahu Anavi and he is telling Israel, you know what, you will not get a pleasant redemption. But in the time of Hizkiah Melech, you will get a redemption, but you will have to pay for it. The Assyrians will take over all the land. It will seem to be that no future to the Jewish nation. And then Hashem will bring us the redemption. But people will suffer. Unfortunately, Hizkiyahu was not also a Melech HaMashiach. So the prophecy is going to the future. Now we are arriving to the time of Zubabel. Again, we have a chance to get a very, very nice redemption without Suez, without suffering. Emet Veshalom. Everything will be quiet. Hashem will bring us a Geula with Mashiach ben David and Yeshua ben Yerushalayim. All the fast will be cancelled. Unfortunately, it didn't happen. But it was a big chance to get the first Hanukkah, when? Kafei Kislev, on which time? On the second year of Daryavesh. But something happened, we don't know what. We lose this opportunity. So, now we have a new chance. When? 200 years later. In the time of the Hashmonai. In the time of the Hashmaim, it could be a time of redemption. How? By fighting. It was not so simple. A time of Chana Veshivat Banea. A time of Zerot Ashmad. But in the end, 
The Chasmonei will win and redemption will come. Unfortunately, redemption didn't come. The next generation of the Hashmonaim was terrible. So now we have these prophecies for the future. And the big question is if we will deserve a redemption like the first chapter of Sefer Zechariah or Chasre Khalila, the end of Sefer Zechariah. If we have the chance and the privilege, the big privilege, to see some of the prophecies of the Zechariah in our generation, we want that really all the Gula will be according to the first eight chapters of Zechariah. And it's a big vision to take Merot Zechariah and the two olives in the both sides as a symbol and as a vision. But, not for sure. We need to work a lot that Israel, the state of the Jews, will be the Ezrat Hashem, a Jewish state, and will have the privilege to get the prophecies, the first prophecies of the Haryanati. If somebody wants to ask something, sure. it will be my pleasure. זה עוד פעם הקשר בין חמישה לסוכות. נכון. נכון. סוכות we are under each תחת גסמו ואיש תחת נתוק. נכון. In Yerushalayim, in the time of Zubavel, but we don't know anything about it. They wanted to build up Bet Avidash, but they didn't succeed. We know for sure that when Ezra came later, there was no Bet Avidash. So this Sikui failed, unfortunately. It was a big disappointment. Okay, thank you so much, and let's hope and wish Am Israel a very pleasant Hanukkah and a very pleasant redemption. All right, deepest thanks to Rav Carmel.